0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere.
1: Okay, this week's podcast, we're talking about managers and coaches of a lot of the teams that you're following in Major League Baseball. I'm Allison Footer from MLB.com. I'm here with Jack Corrigan, who is always pinch-hitting for us on the Rockies podcast, a longtime radio announcer for the Rockies. So, Jack, thank you so much for being with us. Um, And we're going to talk, obviously, about Walt Weiss with the Rockies. So, I've been reading just some things about some of the Rockies coverage since spring training has started. Um, And, of course, you know, Walt's preaching a lot of things like leadership, work ethic, trying to make young players understand how all this works. So how effective is he when it comes to that?
0: I I think he does a great job of that, Allison, because he's one of those guys, although he was a very fine player as a big leaguer himself, you know, rookie of the year and and all of those things, but Walt never felt the, the perspective of, you know, I can walk in with my credentials and create followers. Um, He was, um, he was an example guy, uh, yet maybe the best way to describe it, um, I had a former teammate say, Walt Weiss could get more done with fewer words than any guy I've played with. And I think as the, the athlete changes and life moves on, I think Walt's worked at having a broader amount of communication if you will but i mean still that idea that if if you're a professional if you go about doing your business Walt's good with that if you need a little prod if you need a little help Walt's going to be there in that regard too so he's very understated you look at him in the dugout and you think not much is going on but they used to say about that about Joe Torrey, and, and, and Joe was pretty good at it.
1: That worked out pretty yes, well. Yes, it did. Um, yeah, because so he's starting his fourth year managing, and so we can't, I mean, we've talked about this before, but the fact that he was coaching high school baseball when this all came up, and nobody knew, it's kind of like in vogue now, right? I mean, mm-hmm. here everyone's hiring managers that have never managed before. Um, but at the time, it was still like a new thing. And nobody knew how it was going to work out. And I guess it's still it's working out, considering he's entering his fourth year.
0: Well, one of the things that, that Walt says in in jest, but it, with some truth to it, and, and I know because for a long time I still do it. I help coach high school football in the baseball offseason. Dealing with high school parents is a lot more of a challenge than dealing with big leaguers with egos. Um, I, I think the, you know, Walt d- did a lot of work in our organization before he took the, the that baseball job at the, at the high school at Regis Jesuit, but I think he liked the idea, the understanding of teaching that he had to do at the high school level, and then as he became a manager and realized that process is still going on because... Players come to the big leagues with so many different levels of knowledge, whether factual or instinctive, about how to play the game, that there is still a a a large teaching element in the game. And so, in in many ways, I think the the high school experience of coaching a high school team was great for Walt.
1: There's a lot of uh, development that needs to happen with the Rockies, just with the young players. I mean, obviously, they're in a period of time where they're trying to build to be a winning organization Um, so they have a lot of young players and so he's you know he's i read like winning an inning that's his that's his one of his mantras so beating shifts moving runners so And I can understand where he's coming from, like being all in and just taking it one inning at a time and sort of closing your mind to just that very moment, which is something that players really need to learn at a young age.
0: And and the other aspect of that, he he talked about it and and he used, in addition to coaching the baseball team, Walt was also on the football staff with us. So, Walt uh, liked dabbling in that and he, he really took that win the inning approach from his football coaching experience because he said in baseball it's the one sport that you don't practice at game speed. I mean you take ground balls and you do drills and you take batting practice and all of that but all the elements of actually playing in the moment in a game doesn't happen in practice in baseball. And he says, you know, in football, you know, in the midst of practice, all of a sudden you go, you do a goal line offense or you do, okay, it's third and seven, first offense, first defense, you know, and you run a play. He said, I want to do that in baseball. So he gets the guys out there and he says, okay, second and third, one out, you know, two-one count, play. And, the, you know, he's actually at times pitching, you know, they're not going to use a pitcher for it, but that whole idea of, Okay, let's play this at game speed, a situation that's going to come up. And I think it's going to pay dividends for this Rockies team as it looks to to improve and move forward
1: so i want to ask about the analytics side so i've talked to a lot of reporters so like the mets and terry collins terry collins hates the analytics uh he knows that he has to use them and embrace them um so you can you can hate them and also use them i mean it's not like they have a choice anymore right uh you know pete mccannon and an older manager uh with the phillies and it's just interesting to see the different dynamics with each organization now walt Weiss. survived a general manager change, which often they do not. But um, how does he How does he embrace that? Um, the Rockies organization, I'm guessing, are up on the analytics side, just like everybody else.
0: Well, I, I think the best way to look at it is um, in 2014, the Rockies were last in the National League in making shifts on the infield. In 2015, they were first. Wow. And Walt said it was twofold for him. One – getting a little bit of the old school out of him to have some embracement of the the numbers, if you will. But he said what was important for him was to make my players comfortable in their new positions. And that meant practicing it more, doing more functions where that short steps on the right side of second base. Is he good with that? My third baseman, can he handle the pivot? If it's a double play, if we want to shift with a man on. And I think as it moved along, Walt got better at it. I think when when Steve Foster and Darren Holmes came on as the two pitching coaches, guys who are fully immersed in the analytics of the game and the biomechanics of the game for both of them. That helps. Without question. That added to, to Walt's knowledge of it. He still has Tommy Runnels and Renee Latchman, you know, guys who will – who will give him the old school approach and but not utterly disdain the analytics with guys who embrace it and i i think it has started to pay dividends from walt's perspective
1: i mean don't you think it's weird that it took people so long to to kind of get on with the shifts considering like why wouldn't you put the fielders where the ball is being hit I mean that it took this long for it to be like something that anybody wanted to do
0: well when you think about if you go back to the early days of baseball from my understanding of the history I mean part of the reason the shortstop has the number six in scoring it it wasn't just because they went first second third and then short in the early days he was much more of a rover and would move around based upon the hitting tendencies of a batter because there weren't as many people playing and you knew what, okay, yeah, Joe Smith always hits the ball here. We're going to put Fred Jones right there. Yeah. And so, again, it's like everything old is new again <laughs> uh, to <laughs> a degree. Yeah, to a degree. And, uh, and, and I think it, it's fun to watch. Now, offenses react. Okay, how do you react to the shift? Do you just keep hitting normally or do you think there's different ways to attack and how do you go about doing it? I mean, the commissioner talked to us the other day on the air, which was great, he said, you love the tradition and history of the game, but there's nothing wrong with keeping it fresh by looking at new things. That's how you get better. And I think that's the approach that baseball's taking.
1: Yeah, if I'm a left handed hitter, I'm doing I'm drag bunting like every
0: time. Like yes. why not, right? Yeah. yeah, until they do something different. I agree with you.
1: I mean I don't want to end with a two thirty seven batting average at the end of the year. I have, you know, my contracts to think about yeah. too, right?
0: Yeah, well, you know what they say, though. You hit the home runs to, to make everybody happy. But, right. yeah. But part of that process, Allison, then, is just to figure out a way if you believe. It's what, to me, it's what makes baseball the greatest. It's nine individuals where you have no chance to win if you don't play as a team. Right. And it's it's just wonderful in that regard. And when guys embrace that idea, as you just said, Left-handed hitter, if that short is third baseman's playing close to second, I'm going to hit the ball the other way until they make a change, or I'm certainly going to try to. Jack
1: Morgan, thank you very much. Always a wonderful time talking to you. Appreciate it. My pleasure,
0: Allison.